for episode one of Passion Week at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. We're excited. We've been doing Passion Week for about four years. I'm with Pastor Raul Reese and Wade O'Neill and myself, Sean McKinn. We're all pastors here. And God has done an amazing work through Passion Week over the years. Pastor Raul, you have been teaching uh, for over 40-some years. And you're very excited about that, I, I can tell. So when it comes to uh, teaching Passion Week, why is this portion of Scripture so important? Well, the reason I do it is because not only is it Passion Week, but when you go back to the book of Nehemiah, and then you come to the book of Daniel, all the way through, you know, there's 483 years by the time Jesus enters the city of Jerusalem. And I think that uh, people need to know what Christ did, because after Passion Week, you know, you go over to the crucifixion, and then the resurrection of Christ comes. Wait, during this Passion Week, we make it a whole, like, family event. Mm -hmm. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit what to expect during Passion Week. Yeah, I think the, the heartbeat behind this the past few years has been just that, to open our church up for the week of Passion Week, um, make things available for the children. We'll have food before every study. It's good for the families to have the families here um, investing in their children. One thing I love about Passion Week is it brings us back to the basics and the essentials of Christianity and focusing on Christ. I'm really excited this year because we're, we've taken different themes for the past few years, um, but this year to be able to look at the last week of the life of Christ chronologically starting with uh, Palm Sunday all the way up to Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, and to look at each day of the week to focus on the Lord. And what we've seen is um, just the effect that it has had on the family, mm -hmm. to allow the family to get refocused on the Lord, almost like a just a, a spiritual just rejuvenation in their walk and their refocusing of their family. A lot of people sent New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. and by the time April comes around, that's gone. <laughs> but to be able to refocus um, on Christ, on the Lord, on the calling of God upon their family, and to really also give an opportunity for people to accept Christ yeah. is amazing too. Yeah, I've always loved it, enjoyed it. We have different bands that come out throughout the week. We mm -hmm. have worship. We'll have our Carrie Chapel Golden Springs worship band playing on Sunday morning for Palm Sunday. Um, and then I'm going to be teaching Monday. on uh, uh, Monday. Who's teaching on Tuesday? Uh, Scott. Scott's going to be Scott Salmat's going to be teaching on Tuesday. You're going to be teaching on Wednesday. Dale on on Thursday and Pastoral on Good Friday and Sunday. A lot of great bands. What are some of the bands that are going to be playing there? So Wildwood Music is going to be here on Monday. They have a new band called Lion Lion and Bear. So look forward to that. That would be a great night on Monday. For all seasons, they were with us last year. Oh yeah, uh, people love yeah, them. Yeah, love them. That was a good time. They'll be here on Tuesday on Wednesday night. Heritage will be with us. Um, and then on Thursday, Enterline will be with us. Friday, we'll have our worship band here. And then Sunday morning, all four services, we'll have the Katinas, Katinas. with us. And don't forget, there are four services, yeah. 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 12 p.m. Oh, I almost forgot. And we have food trucks yeah. every night. Food trucks every night. A lot of night. ice cream. A lot of ice cream. You know, and I encourage you guys to, to be able to attend all these events. What we want to do with these podcasts is we want to take each day that we're going to be teaching and kind of expound on some of the important portions of Scripture. So we're going to start kicking around with Palm Sunday. And as we look at Scripture, when you look at the ministry of Christ, Jesus came from all eternity to seek and save that which is lost. He had a three-and-a-half-year ministry, and during that time, he preached, uh, he taught, he healed. Um, he uh, Some that were demon-possessed, he, he freed them. And 
the disciples came along and he would be sharing with them that he was going to be going away. And all of these great insights that he gives us, he talks to about the last days, what's going to be taking place. So as we look at our world today, we see a lot of the, these things coming to pass today. Palm Sunday, Raul, kind of peaks in Jesus' ministry. What has taken place? I've heard you teach it so many times, but the Hosanna, Hosanna. Talk to the audience right now how important Palm Sunday is as far as Scripture. Well, in Scripture, Palm Sunday is very kind of sad because Jesus is coming into Jerusalem and they're actually waving palms and they're spreading mm -hmm. their garments and they don't realize that in a couple of days he's going to be crucified. Mm -hmm. He's coming into a city of hate, mm -hmm. not of love. And I think that uh, when Jesus, you know, enters, remember, when he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane, this is where he breaks down. He says, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Mm -hmm. and, and I wonder how many before Easter of us, how many really prepare for that day when he was crucified? Mm -hmm. I mean, by the Romans, he was beaten. Mm -hmm. He carried his cross. He had, a, a, you know, thorns in his, actually, uh, he had a crown of thorns in his head. And then when they put him up on the cross, imagine he's looking down at this world that he loved and they hated him. And his mom's there, and you know, his family's there, and she is brokenhearted. I mean, imagine for 33 years she asked Jesus, you know, and I, I, and I really believe that she really didn't understand the fullness mm -hmm. until she came to the cross. She said, wow, mm -hmm. this is it. My son, that, you know, that God gave to me, now he's going to be taken. But... Again, Jesus, not only married, but he loved the world. Mm -hmm. He loved you. He loved me. Without, without, I actually, without him entering the city and following that whole week, there would mean no hope, mm -hmm. believe it or not. Because when he died on the cross, it, that, that's amazing, you know. Yeah. I mean, he shed his blood. But if there was no resurrection, what good would the crucifixion do? Yeah. You know, when you look at Scripture as a whole, and us that have taught the Bible, for, for many years, you know, I love when you, Pastor All, and many other guys that have taught before us have broken down how each gospel has a particular focus in its message and audience. So as you look at the, the gospel of Matthew, it's more focused towards the Jewish people. Right. Um, and the message, the theme behind it is Jesus is, is king. When you look at Luke, Luke is written to kind of the Gentiles, and it's very, very intelligent book. Luke was a very intelligent person, very detailed, yeah. and it's that audience is to the Greeks. It's for all, all but yeah. that's the, the theme Greeks, there. Yeah. And then when you look at the Gospel of Mark, uh, it's to the Roman, it's the, the servant. It, Jesus' servant is what is it's highlighted throughout the Gospel. And the Gospel of John is for the whole world, mm -hmm. that Jesus is the Son of God. And so taking all of those things, Jesus is the Son of God, Jesus is the Son of Man, uh, Jesus is a, a servant, and Jesus is King. We see all of that come together here at Palm Sunday, and it's interesting because of being the Messiah, being the King, the King of Kings, the Bible says that He has, and it was prophesied in Zechariah, He will become coming on a donkey, mm -hmm. humble, you know. It's amazing how the Lord came to us humbled himself, taking on the form of man to sympathize with all of us in our pain and our agony. And here, as the crowds for so often when he was teaching, whether it was a feeding of the 5,000, there's multitudes of people. But once we get closer to the cross, a lot of the popularity wears off. Mm -hmm. 
you know, people want maybe the healings, they want these experiences, but not everybody counts the, the penalty of the cross. And as Jesus is coming in, riding on that donkey, it's a picture of, of a servant. Well, break down just a little bit, maybe a little bit of an overview why, of Zechariah and maybe a little bit of, of Nehemiah, why they, that day in particular, Palm Sunday, means so much in Scripture. Well, first of all, prophecy has to be fulfilled. And to me, when I read the scripture in the Old Testament, it's great. But the cross of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. is the key. Mm -hmm. Because it speaks about denial. It speaks about death. Mm -hmm. It speaks about hope. Mm -hmm. It speaks for the future. And uh, when Jesus came, when I look at the cross, you know, all the way through the scriptures, if any man comes after me, let him deny himself, pick up his cross, follow me. Mm -hmm. I mean, why would Jesus mention that? Mm -hmm. You know, to teach, yeah. to teach us, to teach people the importance that he is going to die mm -hmm. and that he's going to rise again from the dead. Mm -hmm. And what's really amazing to me is that when he dies and resurrects, that the 40 days he's here is to give hope to the disciples and to people mm -hmm. that he wasn't just saying he was going to die and rise again he proves to them that what he said is true mm -hmm. and then when he ascends to heaven you know here he tells them to wait 10 days on the day of pentecost when they need to be empowered mm -hmm. with the holy spirit otherwise he came he died he rose but if there is no power what can you do right you know yeah. you can't really do much um wade when we're looking at that thing of palm sunday as well you know it's amazing, like the, the little things, and sometimes we don't know all the answers. Right. But it's like when Jesus tells his disciples, "Go get this donkey that's prepared," yeah. you know, um, and this person's gonna know. What, what are you talking about? What are some things that stand out to you when we think about Palm Sunday? I think leading up to Palm Sunday, like that that conversation you were talking about with Jesus and the disciples is always amazing. Um, you see these little lessons that the Lord is teaching the disciples leading up to his crucifixion that um, just obey me go and, and get this donkey don't worry about it I've already gone before you and the scripture says that when they get there they found it just as Jesus said mm. and so you see this picture of him coming into Jerusalem riding on a donkey and the what he knows in his mind is going to happen that these same people that are crying out Hosanna Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the, in the name of the Lord are going to be the same people who are going to be calling for his crucifixion. Mm. You know, the, the same people that walked with him or that were at the Lord's Supper with him, his disciples, um, and w walked with him, even in the Garden of Gethsemane at that point, we're all going to forsake him. And just as Pastor Raul was talking about what takes place, each day is so profound in the life of Christ. There's so many lessons for us. We're to Jesus says to learn of him. There's not, there's not going to be a night in this Passion Week that can't resonate with the hearts of people, um, whether it is even on Palm Sunday, whether it is the, the prophecy being fulfilled that, that God is who he says he is. He's faithful to his word. He's going to be faithful in our lives. Um, even on, on Monday is going to be uh, just this amazing picture. Of, for me, it's always this knowing that Jesus knows. There's a portion in Luke where it says that Jesus set his face like flint to go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. He knew what he was going there to do. Yeah. But he was still willing to minister to people. He was still willing to deal with the opposition from the scribes and the Pharisees. When we're in times of difficulty in our life and we know a challenge is coming, mm. a lot of times the last thing we want to do is serve others and think about others. But Jesus was so focused on understanding that in this last week of his life, there was so much that he still had to do. 
and he didn't let the discouragement of being forsaken, the discouragement of the cross, discourage him from the calling of what the Father wanted him to do yeah. in every day leading up to the cross. And that's what's amazing to me. You know what? When you asked me about the, um, the Old Testament, now you got to realize that from Genesis 3.15, it begins, you know, the whole career mm. of Jesus. And when you get to Psalm 22, the crucifixion, you know, and then when you go to Zechariah, you go to all these uh, Old Testament, you know, prophets, 500, 700 years, you know, prophesied. Without those prophecies, there would be no Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, they were preparing, even though they never saw Jesus, Yahweh, Jehovah, Elohim, you know, they were presented with the eternal. Mm -hmm. And so by them believing by faith, it prepared the way from Abraham. Mm -hmm. It prepared all the way through so that when Jesus Christ came, the Jew was without excuse. Mm -hmm. You see, the Gentile didn't know, but the Jew knew. And because of the Jew, we are here today to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, bringing that up, I think that's one of the cool things of the Calvary Chapel movement over the years, of knowing that it is a ministry that is predicated upon the teaching of the mm -hmm. Word of God. Because there's a lot of people, there's two times a year people's, people will go to church, Christmas and Easter. And Easter. Yeah. A lot of times when they look at Christmas, the world thinks yeah. of Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, when you think of Easter, they think of an Easter bunny a lot bunny, of times. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe they go with their grandma or their parents to a church or whatever, but maybe not knowing the reason. I've heard it said that this week known as Passion Week is the week that has changed the world. And that's why when you understand the Bible, Easter becomes so very important mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. You know, when I came to the Lord, it was April 7, 2004. It was during Passion Week time frame. And you got say that that me too. Yeah, around wow. the, around Easter time, um, and for you, when you were teaching, when I was just starting to come to church, um, you were doing Passion Week because um, a Passion Studies because the Passion of the Christ, the movie, had just come out at that right. time, and so I think everybody had the images that were from that movie that were just so impactful, and I remember you were teaching off the Book of Isaiah, and. In the teaching, I know it was saying that the book of Isaiah has all these prophecies regarding uh, the Messiah and Isaiah 53, yes. which speaks of the crucifixion of Christ and all that he Suffering. went through for us. And this is what's so profound. Um, now, studying the Bible, I understand this for myself too, but listening to you teach th uh, that night or that morning was like, this was written as you're reading Isaiah 53 or you're reading as, as it talks about a virgin shall have a son, and you shall call him Emmanuel. That's all in the book of Isaiah. But knowing that the book of Isaiah was written 700 years prior to Christ's birth here on earth, it's, it's amazing, yeah. the depths of, of God's word. And that's what I hope that everybody will see as they attend these mm -hmm. nights. They'll grow in a deeper understanding of how valuable God's word is. And how you've said it said before, Ron, that the word of God, it's like this puzzle that it just fits together so perfectly. The Old Testament complements the New Testament. The New Testament complements the Old Testament. I'm teaching through the book of Genesis right now, and I love it. I love going through the life of Abraham. And you recently taught off Genesis chapter 22, and it has a great picture. Remind the audience why Genesis 22 is so important, and what does that have to do with Easter week? Well, Genesis 22 is a beautiful picture of God the Father, the Son, 
and also the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit in chapter 24, I'll go into a second. But in chapter 22, you know, we get the picture of Abraham, the type of God, and then Isaac carrying the wood, you know, type of the son carrying the wood, sign of the cross, mm -hmm. going up to the altar. And then not only again going up to the altar, but God will provide himself a sacrifice. So God will provide himself mm. the sacrifice. And I think that the New King James has changed it in other translations. Right. And so when you read the whole context of what chapter 22 is, then you can understand chapter 24. Mm. Because in chapter 24, he speaks of Eliezer becoming the Holy Spirit, type of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then you have, again, Rebecca. You know, being a bride of Christ, and then you know, remember Jacob doing what? Receiving the bride. So you have the church, notice, coming to Jesus Christ, coming from God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And you have a whole picture now, hey, the cross is so important. And it's interwoven yes. all through the Old Testament. Yes. You mentioned just a moment ago that Genesis 3.15 is where it all starts first prophecy in the bible yeah and it's it comes right after the fall of man and mm -hmm. sin coming into the human race and yeah. it was a prophecy that literally speaks of the seed the seed being jesus who would in the future he would crush the works of satan Step on, yeah. and, and overcome sin because sin has destroyed the human race and and sin is a problem today the beautiful thing is that when jesus died on the cross he paid the penalty for your sin and my sin that we shall live so that when I ask Christ into my life, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. My sins are forgiven. I'm justified in God's sight. I'm set apart for his purposes and I have a guarantee of heaven. I have a guarantee of salvation. Mm -hmm. And as Jesus is going to the cross, you know, remember what John the Baptist said at the beginning of his ministry? He says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus went to the cross like um, uh, in the Genesis chapter 22 with Abraham and Isaac mm -hmm. willingly mm -hmm. submitting his, his will to the Father, going to the cross for a purpose, as you and said, he wasn't Wade, a baby. Yeah, focused with his eyes like flint because there was a mission that had to be complete. And that mission was paying the penalty for the sin of the world. Mm -hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. I believe that the teachings that take place on Passion Week are profound. What you find as such as some of the biggest prophecies in the Bible that Jesus speaks with his disciples, you have the Last Supper, you have the Garden of Gethsemane, you have the crucifixion, you have the resurrection, you have all the important portions of Scripture to understand why Jesus died, how he loves you so much, and to me, that's why Passion Week is so always so very important. Wade, what do you, what, what does Passion Week mean to you? What, what's something that maybe you want to share with the audience? I think it allows us to focus on the cross and the victory that is given to Jesus. Apart from Jesus fulfilling these prophecies, I was thinking the other day, the, the craze right now is this whole coronavirus, and you mm -hmm. see uh, the water is gone in, in certain stores, toilet paper is gone in certain stores, and people are frantic. Imagine if the church was that frantic to deal with the issue of sin that right. is 
yeah. causing the ultimate death and separation from God. Well, that's what the cross did. Eternity. He gave us victory over death. He gave us victory over Satan. He gave us victory over this world. He gave us victory over our own flesh, mm-hmm. and it's all because of the cross. Mm-hmm. And so whatever anyone comes to one of these studies is battling with, whether it's their flesh, whether it's sin or challenges in this world, it's all wrapped up in the work of Christ and what he's done for us. And so life in this world can get so distracting, so busy, but we have an opportunity for the Lord to really touch lives in this week. And so that's our prayer here is that the Lord will touch and change and transform people's lives. Raul, what does the cross mean to you? The cross to me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably the, uh, to me, it's not symbolic. To me, it's part of my life because you got to live it. You know, without the cross, there's really no life. You know, without the cross, also there's carnality. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll do whatever you want to do. You don't take the death of Christ seriously. And without the cross of Jesus Christ, is death, there's no resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you live the cross. And, I mean, he talks about it, how if any man deny himself, you know, there has to be denial. And then picking up your cross individually. Mm. The day of Easter is great for everybody, but when you look at the cross, it's individual. Mm. You know, it has to be believed individually. And then he says, if any man comes after me, let him die himself, pick up his cross, and then you can follow him. Mm. You cannot follow Christ without the cross. There's no possible way. I get real moved by the cross because I really want to live the cross Mm. since I got saved. The cross uh, for me has been where I am today for 50-some years, you know, to be a Christian, not to go back to the world Mm. because the world has nothing to offer to me. The cross has something to offer to me death, death of self. Mm. If I die to myself, then I live for him. And when I live for him, he's going to reward me. When I live for him, I'm going to be with him forever and ever and ever. That's powerful. Passion Week. We're excited. It's going to be taking place at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. It's going to be a a whole week event. Palm Sunday kicking it off. And we're going to be having services Monday through Friday and then uh, Sunday morning with four services. Bring somebody. Yes, bring people. I'm telling you, this is a time of year that many people will come to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Pastor Raul got saved around uh, Easter Easter, time back in 1972. I got saved around this time as well. And for you to grow spiritually in your walk with God, we have a lot of distractions in our world today. We have a lot of things that are trying to um, allure us away, either confusing us. And we need to come back to the simplicity and the power that is found in God's Word. I would encourage you, bring your Bibles, take notes, make notes in your Bible as you follow us each day of the week through Passion Week. We hope to see you guys all here. Stay tuned for Episode 2 coming up shortly. Peace.